Welcome to the Igniting Hope Podcast, where you will experience catalytic encouragement and practical tools to renew your mind with truth instead of lies, so you can experience transformation in your emotions, circumstances, and influence. Let's break off self-limiting beliefs together like never before. The title of today's message is Overcoming the Poverty Mindset. It's content that I've shared in the past, but I want to share it again. On February 7th, we are doing two master classes that are the same, so you can choose the time, 9 a.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Pacific time on the 7th with Jim Baker, Wealth with God, an investment in the finances of the people of Igniting Hope. I remember when I was pastoring churches and, <clears throat> excuse me, and I had every year I had four emphasis that I wanted to make sure that we included in a very focused way. One was uh, parenting. Uh, another was uh, marriage. A third was communication and conflict resolution. And fourth was finances. Because I believe this, that if, if we don't equip our people that we're leading with the tools in those areas then it's going to be difficult to have longevity and the resources and the healthy relationships that are needed to sustain what God has put in us. And so even as the Igniting Hope family, we talk about relationships. We have marriage uh, retreat. We have online marriage things. I, I speak about the culture of empowerment, which overflows in our families and our, how we do our teams. But this area of finances is so important to actually have a plan to invest in this. And, you know, just I guess one of the things I would say right here in the beginning is I'm recording this in the beginning of 2024. And so what is your plan this year to grow in your thinking about finances, to grow in your knowledge of finances, uh, to get around the people who will like iron sharpens iron, who will sharpen you in this? What is your plan? If you don't have one, this masterclass would be a great place to begin. Those who are signed up for Igniting Hope newsletter are receiving info on it. You can email us at info at ignitinghope.com. If you're not getting our newsletter and you want to know about the masterclass, you can sign up. Even if you can't do it live, if you sign up for it, uh, then you're going to uh, receive a link to listen and watch later. It's gonna be it's gonna be good. Jim Baker, wealth with God. He's gonna share. He and I will be discussing finances, and then he's gonna give an opportunity for those who want more a connection with him on things that he's doing to bring financial breakthrough, resources, wisdom, uh, and an increase. But I want to get into today overcoming the poverty mindset. Now. A poverty mindset is a lack mindset. It, it's a mindset that is focused on what we don't have, focused on I can't afford it, focused on uh, just the victim mindset. I'm a victim of my circumstances. It's it's a belief system. Now, David had the, uh, had the opposite of this. He said in, in Psalm 23, one of the most famous psalms in the Bible, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not lack. The Lord is my, I mean, that is a powerful, powerful declaration. He says, because God is my shepherd, 
I'm not going to lack. And, you know, lack is not just financial. One of the declarations that I love to speak over myself is, I have an abundance for every good work. Now, that comes out of 2 Corinthians chapter 9. I've got an abundance for every good work. And then I list some things that I apply that verse. I have an abundance of health, energy, finances, favor, wisdom, power, love, protection for every good work. Now, the, the abundance mindset is the opposite of the poverty mindset, and the Lord just, if he wanted us to think small and with limitations for our life, he did a bad job <laughs> in telling us so. Now, the prophetic ministry, in 2 Kings 4, you have the a widow whose husband, one of the sons of the prophets, had died. And she has two sons. The creditors are coming. She's in debt. And they're going to take her sons away as slaves. And she's talking to Elisha as slaves to pay off the debt. She's talking to uh, Elisha, and Elisha asks her a question, what do you have? She says, I have nothing except a little oil. Now, what happens when we come under prophetic influence? That's why being in a prophetic culture, having encouragers around us, uh, connecting with ministries that are speaking things higher than what we're feeling and experiencing, speaking things in line with the promises of God. You know, when we get into a prophetic culture, it, it takes our eyes off of what we think we don't have to what we do have. It, it, it moves us from a, a poverty mindset that's focusing on lack to actually seeing what we have. Because she already had it. She's I have a little oil, and you already have it. And as we begin to see what we have and attach faith to what we have and give room for what we have, it, it, it's, it's one of the keys for breakthrough in, into abundance. Now, I'm going to give you uh, seven signs of a poverty mindset right now. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on, on these, but... I believe these are things just to be aware of as we take inventory of our thinking, inventory of root reasons why. And then I'll give you some keys at the end of how to just break through. So number one, a sign of a poverty mindset is feeling unworthy to be blessed. <clears throat> Unworthiness is one of the symptoms of a poverty mindset because really we're only able to receive what we believe we're worth. If we get blessed beyond what we believe we're worth in finances, favor, etc., we will tend to self-sabotage our life back down to the level that we believe we're worth to live at and be blessed at. And so just getting new covenant realities in us and realizing that we are worth what was paid for us, what Jesus paid for us. Uh, number two reason uh, of a sign of a poverty mindset is a fear of success and abundance. A fear of success and abundance. Maybe there's a religious attitude that we need to stay poor in order to stay humble. Well, that may sound spiritual, but then that really blocks us from being the blessing in other people's lives, because then, then we're just going to need to live from miracle to miracle rather than being blessed 
so that we can become a, a blessing to others. Now, listen, the parable of talents, the, the one who had the one talent feared success, feared failure. It was perfectionistic, so didn't want to get out there and try anything. Number three, a, a, a sign of a poverty mindset is passivity. In this, we go back into the parable of talents, Matthew 25. There was passivity. That there is an inability to want to try things. There, there is a waiting uh, for God. There, there's a belief it's all on God, and it's not. He doesn't co-labor with what we do. Number four, a sign of a poverty mindset is a is a debt mentality. A debt mentality sacrifices the future. Sacrifices the future for. Now, we can be in debt financially, obviously, but we can also be in debt relationally. We can be in debt emotionally. We can be in debt in our physical bodies. We, we can, because we're constantly living in the urgent and not important time quadrant. That's where debt mindset people live. Again, sacrificing the future always meeting needs, not, not having an investment mindset. Okay, no, I, I am to invest uh, in my time. I am to invest in my abilities. I'm to invest in my finances. I'm to invest in my relationships. And so number four, a sign of a poverty mindset is a debt mentality. Number five, a sign is a small vision. If our vision is only to pay our bills every month, then we are going to, <clears throat> that, that is a, a sign of a poverty mindset. Because you look at God, I mean, you just look at, you're, you're gifted. He said to go into all the world, you can do all things. Uh, he, he's given you the gifts of the Holy Spirit. He's, he's given us the word of God. And we, he said, heal the sick, raise the dead. I mean, there's so many, so many places in the Bible where we are commissioned. We are commissioned to do great things. If God wanted us to do, to think small and with limitations for our lives, he did a bad job in telling us so. <laughs> big vision creates big resources. If you get a big vision, Nehemiah had a big vision in Nehemiah, the book of Nehemiah that fixed the walls. That big vision created resources. When you decide, I'm going to fix something, I'm going to make a difference in an area that attracts resources. Number six, sign of a poverty mindset is a fear of failure. Winston Churchill said, success is moving from failure to failure without losing enthusiasm. <laughs> I used to have a, my goal in life was not, was, yep. Yeah. I said, Lord, I didn't fail this year. He said, yeah, but you didn't do anything. Those that succeed most seem to fail most because we're trying things. Again, religious perfectionism blocks us from doing things that aren't perfect, that don't seem perfect. And in number seven, a sign of a poverty mindset is a victim mindset. A victim mindset has this, I am at a disadvantage because of, and we fill in the blank. 
And we all have something that we're tempted to feel a victim of. I mean, it could be a, a lack of resources, lack of knowing certain people, <clears throat> lack of education, lack of, uh, of whatever. And the victim mindset is a poverty mindset. All right, so here's, here's three powerful biblical keys to overcome the poverty mindset. Number one is focus on soul prosperity. Third John verse two says, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. Wow, focus on that. <clears throat> what's happening in us is more important than what's happening through us. Our response to something is almost more important than to something. Number two, dedicate what you do and have to the glory of God. Dedicate what you do and have to the glory of God. Just dedicate. My, my word at the beginning of 2024 is this, this is the year where God is supernaturally multiplying what we dedicate to him. If you want to hear a good word, go back and listen to that. That'll cover this. But when we, when we do that, it, it attracts resources. Matthew 6.33 says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. All these things. And then number three is improve what you have. Whatever you've got, improve it. Find ways to improve. Even cleaning out your car. Even uh, just doing little things to improve put, gives you momentum. <clears throat> Luke 19, 17 says, and he said to him, well done, good servant, because you were faithful in a very little, have authority over 10 cities. And so as we are improving what we have, if you're a part of a ministry, uh, if you're part of, uh, you know, in, in your home, uh, job, improve it, make it better, make it better. Now, I bless you today as you overcome the poverty mindset. And I'll just say again, this time that we're going to have with Jim Baker, Wealth with God, this investment, we're, I want to do this annually, uh, just investing in our Igniting Hope family. If it's not for you, it's not for the season, you've got other, uh, or, or maybe you have other means, you're already moving forward in finances, that's fine. But for some of you, I believe the master class on February 7th is going to be a powerful thing. If you're not signed up for our newsletter, you can go to ignitinghope.com and do that, and you'll receive information on things that we're doing. You'll receive my blog every Monday that goes along almost always with this podcast, kind of a written form of that. We'll let you know what we're doing. Hey, we're doing our annual Negativity Fast Positivity Feast starting February 14th, 40 days. It's free. We got a second level. I think it's $35. Uh, that has some additional content, but most people do the free one. And we have it in different languages as well. Ignitinghopeacademy.com for that great event. Hey, who might you want to do that with? You know, just maybe it's a small group. Maybe it's a person. If you sign up, you get an email every day with a lie to fast and a truth to feast on. It is fun. It is powerful. It really adds to these podcasts in such a great way. Hey, I'm going to be in St. Charles, Illinois on the February 10th and 11th. 
And on the 10th, there's going to be some seminar during the day. Uh, you can go to our website, ignitinghope.com, find our itinerary. If you're in the region and you want a Saturday uh, infusion of mind renewal, you can check that out. Wow, wow, wow. We are here at Igniting Hope Ministries to ignite your hope. There's no hopeless circumstances. There's just people who do not have hope. And once people get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. Hope is an unstoppable force. If something's going to change, somebody has hope. Hope is the belief that the future will be better than the present. And we have the power to help make it so. Increasing hope is the evidence we're renewing our mind with truth instead of lies. Decreasing hope in our life or in an area of our life is the evidence that we're renewing our mind with lies instead of truth. I believe after love, hope is the most powerful leadership, influential quality there is, that our hope level determines our influence level. And he who has the most hope has the most influence. <laughs> Woohoo! Yes, and remember too, a merry heart is good like medicine, Proverbs 17, 22. Being emotionally and physically strong, a merry heart is a key, cheerful heart, laughter. You do an online search of laughter and health, you're gonna find good things. And remember that the joy of the Lord is, is your strength, that a merry heart and joy are linked. It's our strength. We don't need strength at the end of the battle, we need strength in the middle of the battle, and the joy of the Lord is our strength. For pretty much everybody listening today, it's just not a good day to walk in radical joy. <laughs> it's not a good day to walk in radical joy. Yeah, I've never really found a convenient time. There's always a reason why, yep, today is not a good day. You have too much uh, uncertainty, frustrations, unresolved issues, financial pressures, uh, things in my own life that I wish I was doing better in. It always seems to be a reason why I need to delay joy. No, but it's, it's my strength. And then there's two main ways I love to share on how we can stir up joy. How The Bible says rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. We, we stir it up through thanksgiving by focusing more on what is happening, more on what we do have than we don't have. Ha-ha. <laughs> And then we also stir it up through delighting in the Lord. Psalm 37, verse 4, delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Now, delight yourself. Wow. And the delighter says, woohoo, Lord, I can't wait to see what you're going to do in this situation. I am so excited. I don't know how you're going to do it, but you're going to do it. And, and, and the delighter is delighting. In the context of Psalm 37, verse 4, the delighter is delighting with unfulfilled desires, outcomes, things that he or she wants to see happen that haven't happened yet. That's you, that's me, we've all got that. Wow, but we delight, it's a key. Because I talked about soul prosperity earlier on this podcast, and, and, del and delighting in the Lord is one of the avenues to move into it. Wow, wow, wow. What a joy to be with you. I mentioned I'll be in St. Charles, in Illinois in February. Going to be in Carmel, Indiana, near Indianapolis in March. Going to be in Wichita, Kansas in April. 
also be at Dove International Conference in April, leaders in Pennsylvania, which looking forward to that, uh, Salem, Oregon in May, and at Atlanta, Georgia in May, and San Diego in June. So those are coming up. Hey, God bless you. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you, if, if you like these podcasts, why don't you let somebody else about it? Write a review on, on wherever you're able to watch these or listen to these and also watch them. We have these recorded on our YouTube Igniting Hope channel as well. If you want to see me deliver these podcasts. And if you want to sow into Igniting Hope, we appreciate so much those of you who do that. You can go to our website, ignitinghope.com, and where it says give and donate. And we've got a whole brand new thing of um, uh, vision partners that we've established for those who feel called to give on a regular basis. Kind of exciting, some exciting things that are going on in that. And you can check that out. If you, have, if you ever have any questions or you want to send a testimony about Igniting Hope, go to info at ignitinghope.com. We'd love to hear from you. All right. God bless you, the Lord. We are overcoming the poverty mindset. The Lord has got his hand on you. You are blessed to be a blessing. Thank you so much for listening. You can be a part of our live stream of this Igniting Hope podcast by joining our social media channels on YouTube and Facebook and hitting notifications. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please consider subscribing and leaving a review. Help us get the message of hope out to more people by liking and sharing this podcast. Also, we have so many more incredible resources for you, including books, events, and courses on our website, ignitinghope.com. And why don't you say this concerning the message in today's podcast? I receive it and I'll never be the same again.